Hi, my friends. I have missed you so much, and I'm so happy to be back having coffee with you. Something new this season is we actually did video recording for you guys as well. So if you listen on Spotify or YouTube, you'll actually get to watch our conversation if you would like. Today, I have everyone's favorite guest, my husband, Russell. He rolled in right off the road for this episode, and I rolled up fresh off of solo parenting and seven months pregnant. (laughs) We laugh, we cry, we talk about all the real stuff going on behind the scenes. For those of you who don't know, exactly one year ago from the day this episode releases, we had a miscarriage. We talked a little bit about it online, but this is our first time really opening up and talking about it. And what is wild is the timing was completely unplanned. I just wanted to give a heads up for those of you that might need to protect your hearts and fast forward that part whenever it happens. He is my favorite person and he's y'all's too. So let's get to my episode with Russell D. Well, hi there. Hi, lover. (laughs) How are you? It's me. (laughs) Guess who's back, 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 back back again. again. (laughs) R.D.'s back. Tell Tell friends. (laughs) <laughs> he quite literally this is gonna be actually sweet. Normally when we record these episodes, we've been around each other twenty four seven, but mm-hmm. we actually have not I seen know. each other I miss you. in like three days. Three yeah. days, four days. Oh yeah. And he got back literally this morning. Mm-hmm. And I've been solo parenting. He came in. He was like, I'm so tired. And I was like, I don't want to hear it. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, I've been up since four. But you know what is nice about our life and like our situation is that I also get to live the life you live. And I know that's true. Mm -hmm. Like bus sleep is not great. Yeah. And so thankful for a bus. But it is pretty hard to sleep. Like Mm -hmm. there's road noise and you get there's a bed, but yeah. imagine like a road trip, right? Like you one hear, bump can take you out of your rim cycle so fast, so fast, or rumble strip, yeah. or construction, or yeah. someone like, honking. And hit the brakes, and then you're like, your heart's <laughs> pumping, and then you're like, because you think you're, you're like, going in a ditch, yeah. And then like, well, I could get up and run a quarter marathon right now, <laughs> right? So, so I at least have some hey, compassion. You, you at least understand. I do understand. I did play a lot of golf this week, though. <laughs> yeah, you got. Plenty of time off the dad clock. I know. I know. I did. Plenty of time. I woke up at four and couldn't go back to sleep. And I was like, oh, dang it. But I got to be in dad mode when I get home, (laughs) you know, trying to be there for you. (laughs) He he did sleep. Well, he woke up, but he was just like playing in his bed until nine o'clock. So the Lord hath shined upon you. Shineth downeth. Because you did get to go back to sleep. Yeah. But anyway, we haven't seen each other. (sighs) Ah. Like, What's new, babe? I mean, what you been doing? <laughs> well, I uh, was the utmost in laziness last night. I made DiGiorno. Mm. I fed our kid DiGiorno. Mm-hmm. That's where so we're happy. at. That that was day three or four of you being gone. I was yeah. like, we're done. You sent me that pic. And we're I was done like, here. So proud of you. <laughs> we're done so here. Proud. Watched a show while we ate our DiGiorno. Mm-hmm. That's where we were at. It's a, so know? good. We were surviving, not thriving. <laughs> but it's okay. You know? I... You get in a rhythm of doing it solo, and we were in a cute little rhythm. Yeah. Right now, I'm just kind of soaking in. We have what twelve weeks left of just him. Yeah, and it's like you're six months pregnant. Yeah, it's like really bittersweet. Yeah, obviously, so excited about our baby, but like it's just a weird thing to be like, you're gonna share us. Mm-hmm. You're gonna share me and my attention. Lord, help us. You know. Yeah, I know. And, like, phones can be a, a distraction sometimes, too. And, like, even this morning, I was like, 
people were texting me like you know with shows and this and other stuff like to get done and that and Remy was like dad like play with the trucks like play with the trucks and I was like you're right you're <laughs> put the right phone down. yeah put the phone down roll around on the floor with him you know and he's potty training right now so he's just like <laughs> naked baby running around <laughs> everywhere I'm like it's just the cutest thing yeah it is it's so sweet it's so cute. he's a little muffin at the moment yeah He's very tender. Yeah. Like his, he can say like sentences and stuff now. So that he does the with me. So mm-hmm. it'll be like, Dada, play trucks with me. With me. Yeah. Or Mama, <laughs> eat breakfast with me. And, yeah. and the, the inflection and the whole thing just takes like, you down. Like, oh, it's like, yes, yes whatever, whatever you, you want to do. <laughs> <laughs> sure. I'll climb Everest with you. Yes. Sure. <laughs> Let's go do it. But I, I feel like that's such a thing that people, say in the beginning like savor it soak it in it goes so fast people say all of the things Mm -hmm. but I think in my head I had this realization yesterday that the baby phase was what I thought goes so fast but truly Mm -hmm. all of it does and I think I haven't the fact the idea of another baby coming is making me savor even this two and almost three phase and Mm -hmm. there's just like never a moment you shouldn't savor right yeah and everybody says it goes by so fast. And I'm like, cool, dude. We get it. <laughs> but it was weird because we were in COVID the first time. So yeah. it was like every day we woke up and it was like, we're having a baby. You know, like we're like, yeah. let's watch our our what to expect when you're expecting app. <laughs> that lady's you know, like, a legend if you have dude, any Her kids. puns are immaculate. <laughs> 10 out of 12 recommend. What's her name? Like Cynthia or something? Was, uh, Cynthia Curtis. No, no she that, was a teacher. That was our Belmont. dean. That was our Belmont dean. <laughs> Anyways, but we had time every single day to just like, we're having a baby. What else are we going to do? Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. It was like, so we're 16 weeks in two days, 16 weeks in three Three days. days. And now I'm like, 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 how uh, far are you? I'm like, I honestly have no idea. No idea. Oh, I forgot we were even having a baby. And it's hard. It's different. It's just so different. Shout out to the COVID moms and dads. Like, if you had a kid in that time, I don't think anyone really had the capacity to care about how difficult it was for all of us. Like, what a freaking terrifying time what? to be pregnant, especially have yeah. a first. Like, we had no idea what we were doing, no idea what was going on. You're, like, handing off your baby to people in your families that True. you're like, I hope you don't have this invisible thing that we don't know anything about. Yeah, It was, like, it was scary. Mm-hmm. And it was nice to be home. An excessive amount of time, but also scary because yeah. our industry was shut down yeah. and the, the way we provide for our family and other families families was yeah. gone. And there was just, it's so interesting to do the comparison of this to that. Mm-hmm. I will say on the con list of this, I've had to find clothes to wear because before <laughs> presentable clothes. Well, you look so adorable. Thank you. Give them a fit check, babe. Thank you. For those of you watching, uh it's all from Target. I I couldn't I don't. I I finally had a a moment of like I have to go buy stuff. Mm-hmm. Cuz last time I just wore your big shirts and biker shorts. Like that's which is still great. It is. It is still great. And but so on trend this so season. So on trend. So on trend. Well, we need to catch everybody up. What's been going on? It's been a minute where since we we've start? been here. Where do we where would you like to begin, love? You know, I don't know. I really don't. I think we've been through a lot 
uh, emotionally on the hard side uh, mm. with baby stuff that we should probably talk about. Yeah. Um, and, you know, just like there's just been change pretty much everywhere around us, mm-hmm. I feel like. And all of it has been like a shedding of just the old. And right now we're in such a sweet, amazing place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I feel so happy and free and grateful and yeah. hopeful. And I think we didn't realize we didn't feel like that. Mm-hmm. That we were just going through some stuff that, like, not with us, just outside things mm-hmm. that were affecting us. And we finally just, like, set up some boundaries and set ourselves free, honestly. Like, yeah. the Lord did, but yeah. wow, what a difference. Through many avenues, yeah. Like, it was, what a difference. I just, I was like, <laughs> I, it was so bad for me. And we were just talking with Mia. She said something about this and that, but, like, brings on depression and mm-hmm. I was like I'm not a depressed guy like I'm a happy guy yeah and it was to the point where I was like do we have like black mold in our house like <laughs> why why are we just like surviving like why are we just like mm-hmm. barely getting by why is why do we feel like this you know what I mean it was yeah. to the point of like is there something like is there too much fluoride <laughs> In our tap water or something like. Right. No, you literally, you did look at me. You're like, do we have black mold? I remember you asking that towards like the end of it. And we're like, oh, no, just this, these outside things Mm -hmm. are affecting us. And to a degree that we did not realize. Mm -hmm. And it was such a slow, I don't know, or just like a under the radar thing of just like heaviness Mm. and like oppression Mm -hmm. that brought on like depression Mm -hmm. yeah honestly and not like severe but it was just like oh man i'm just like not and i i feel like i just kind of like lost hope Mm. like i stopped dreaming because i was just like so burdened by having to deal with all of that you Mm -hmm. know and it and it wasn't fun anymore it wasn't like exciting there was nothing like you know we you can only throw out so many dreams and Mm. throw up a dream and dream and dream and dream and then like none of it happens you know mm-hmm. and it's like you just get to the point where you're like all right well i'm out yeah i think it's good for people to hear from you especially because everyone's like is he always that happy is he always that mm-hmm. joyful is he always that wonderful is he always and it's true even when you have gone through really hard seasons which i would that's just kind of how we can sum up what we went through professionally mm-hmm. lately was there was a hard season. And um, on the other side, we looked at each other just like, holy cow, there you are. Mm-hmm, yeah. And it was almost like, and I think a lot of people can relate to that, like jobs you don't like or jobs you're unhappy in or, and not saying we were unhappy in our job. It's just, there was difficulties that we were up against mm-hmm. that we didn't realize we were up against. And, Now when I look at someone who is doing a job that they – like there's a difference between careers and callings. Mm -hmm. And we're in our calling and it was still difficult and hard. And I look at people in just a job and dealing with some hard things and you're like, I'm curious what this would look like if you chose to be brave Mm -hmm. and you chose to step out and do – Something that scares you. Yeah. And like something that excites you. And I I saw this video the other day that was like, 
I don't encourage my kids to do what they love. I encourage them to do what they're good at. Mm -hmm. And I think callings are things you are good at, like things that are innately you're passionate about and come easy to you. Mm -hmm. And because it should be in your gifting. And he was just talking about, he's like, don't just pursue things you love. Like you may love music, but if it's not your calling, don't do it. I actually... Mm -hmm. I do, I'm curious if these people are listening to this episode, but towards the end of the year last year, which was definitely the hardest year of our lives, um, all of this, you know, some professional stuff was like difficult and heavy. And personally, we went through a miscarriage. Mm-hmm. It was heated up 130 shows last year and recorded a record on the days we were home. So essentially, if we didn't tour together, we wouldn't have seen you. Mm-hmm. Um it was hands down the hardest year of our lives. 2017 was really tough, mm-hmm. just touring nonstop in a van, and that's like a whole different kind of yeah, hard. Yeah, that was more just all physically exhausting. Yeah, this just was like schedule. This was more emotionally exhausting. Yeah, and this couple, this sweet couple. I hope you're hearing this because I hope you can hear my heart. They called me over. I was at the sound booth during a show, and they were at the front of the booth, and I walked up there and. They're like, hey, nice to meet you. I was like, nice to meet you guys. (laughs) And she's like, he does music, points to her husband. And um, she said, do you have any advice? And this was end of the year. I I think I'd already had my miscarriage at this point. No one knew that. And we were just so, so done. And and I just looked at them in all honesty. And I said, don't. (laughs) And I still kind of feel bad about it. I, I, my heart, like, I do believe that deep down that if God hasn't called you to something. Mm-hmm. And some, maybe he has. Right. And and that's what I did say. I did get that out. At least I was like, if God has told you to do it, do it. Yeah. But unless he has told you to do it, I cannot discourage you enough. Yeah. Is what I said. <laughs> and I said, what you're looking at, and it was a room of thousands of people. And I said, what you're looking at right now is a decade of the two of us. Mm-hmm. All hands on deck with a team, with management, every agents, day, every day, everyone pushing forward. Yeah. Every meal, every conversation. Yeah. We and can't I'm even like, have a date night without, I mean, both of us, we're both yeah. guilty of it. Yeah. And I was like, what you're looking at is this is a decade. Yeah. And it and it was big. It was thousands of people, but it wasn't an arena. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a stadium. Mm-hmm. Right. Like. I'm like, this is still where we're at. Yeah. You know? I think about that too. And I just felt uh, later, I was like, man, I think I, in my unhealthy exhaustion, was way too blunt to those people. <laughs> but I, I do kind of mean it. And, and, but when God tells you to do something, he is going to sustain you to do it. Yeah. And there, without him telling us to do this, there ain't a chance. Like, yeah. we would have, you would be where you are. Or we would have seen the things we've seen. Yeah. I yeah. can't I can't imagine if we were doing it in our own strength. And I think that's what I was looking at this couple being like, unless God is gonna help you do this, you don't want to do this. Cause right. even with him helping us, I'm really, really Still tired. Been hard, yeah. <laughs> I'm really, we're really, really tired. tired. It's been a long year. <laughs> Can we just pray real really, quick? <laughs> it's been a really hard year. Um I think about that too. I like doing like keynote speeches like back at Belmont where we went to college mm-hmm. and you know, because people would come in and talk and like Craig Wiseman, like big songwriters would come in and talk. And I was like, I would love to go back and like tell people like, don't, don't, 
do this. Don't do this. Don't do this. I know all you see is the stage and the, you know, the big performances and all the cool stuff, but like, bro. Yeah. And if you're looking at me, you're like, BS, I'm going to go do this. Hmm. Then like, you might have a shot. But if you're right. like, yeah, maybe, uh, maybe he's right. Then let me just save you a decade of your life. Yeah. Go get a job at State Farm. Sell some insurance. <laughs> Jake, no, go be the new Jake. But you, in all of that, you did have hard days and bad days, and but you still showed up. And I think people are like, there's no way he's like that all the time. And even in the hard things, you still were you. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. we were just more tired. I think I yeah. feel like we were just do- like just dull. I just didn't have the energy. All my energy was just sucked out of me. Yeah, yeah. And like, that's why I was like, "Do we have black mold? <laughs> floor? What's in our water?" Right. Sums up with our city yeah. water or whatever. Yeah, it was incredibly difficult, and I feel like people may not know. Because we choose not to make our social media a place we complain about our lives mm-hmm. or say, like, oh, this is hard. and da, yeah. da, da, da. Like, I think there's just enough. Everyone's lives are different kinds of hard. Mm-hmm. And we don't have to do wake up at six every day to drive and commute. And that's a different kind of hard. Mm-hmm. And it's a different kind of hard to not be passionate about what you do. And it's a different kind of hard to sleep on a bed that's moving on a highway. Mm-hmm. You know, like. There's everyone has different things and that's great, babe. We just don't want to be it's a great word complainers, you know, yeah. like everyone has hard stuff. Yeah. And totally. but I think it's important in this long form space to talk about the hard stuff mm-hmm. for like the real deal people who want to know because yeah. they do want to know. Yeah. And um, I did ask on Instagram if people want to know things. So I will check that at the Ooh. end to be sure that we've covered some of the good stuff. No, we didn't do the five questions. You're supposed to start with five questions. Well, I said that and I haven't done that for any of them. Oh, <laughs> so, babe. Well, I just, we just dive right in. You know? I know. All right. Know. Well, hit me with the questions. Hi, my name is Russell. <laughs> Question number one. What's your Where name? are you from? I was born in Union City, Tennessee. Yeah. And then we moved here. We moved to Franklin in fifth grade. Fifth grade. I was 10 years old. Um, how do you take your coffee? Ooh, uh, if it's hot, I do black. Crema, half-calf. Take the calf, take the decaf, mix it in the hopper. <laughs> Boom. Half-calf. Uh, cold ice latte. Yeah. Whole milk. Give me that dairy. <laughs> Give me that lactose. <laughs> I want it. How southern of you. Um, what should my other questions be? We're workshopping this That's year. Three. We were workshopping um, the name of it too. Like, should it be like an espresso self or like a espresso self? Espresso. 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 Espresso yourself, maybe. Espresso yourself. Espresso yourself. Or I thought of like caffeine, like a kickoff, like caffeine kickoff. Hmm. No, no, no. You don't love that one. I don't okay. love that one. <laughs> a drip right in. Let's trip right in. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, this is the kind of stuff Let's, we talk about at dinner. Yeah, this, this, is, <laughs> this is this is why we can never have a date night. <laughs> well, we can we can it's discuss awkward. this later, but um, let's just do three. That's that's three easy questions. You love that name? Like, Where are you oh, from? How do you take your coffee? Boom. That's pretty good. I love that. 
It's pretty good. All right, so now you're going to have to bring all the guests back. And redo, and redo the them. beginnings of yeah. it. Hang tight with us for a minute because I've got something delicious to share with you guys. There's nothing quite like the smell of fresh baked bread coming out of the oven. Am I right? What if I told you that you could get the quality bread you want and spend less time in the kitchen? Well, you can with Wild Grain. I wish so badly that I could be a make-it-from-scratch, make-your-own-bread kind of girly, but with all the travel that we do and the kiddos, it just isn't in the cards for me. And that is why I'm so hype about Wild Grain. It is the first ever Bake From Frozen subscription box for sourdough breads, fresh pastas, and artisanal pastries. Unlike typical supermarket bread, Wild Grain uses a slow fermentation process that's easier on your belly, lower in sugar, and rich in nutrients and antioxidants. You can fully customize your Wild Grain box to get any combination of breads, pastas, and pastries that you like. Plus, there's also a new option for a large box with 12 items in it, which is perfect for bigger families or just hungry husbands like mine or me. (laughs) We all know that I'm a carbs girl and I love me some pasta and my healthy husband approves of this brand and their ingredients. Wild Grain is constantly adding new seasonal and limited time special items to add to your box so you will never get bored. And for every new member, Wild Grain donates six meals to the Greater Boston Food Bank so you can eat good and do good all at the same time. Just sign up at wildgrain.com slash CWK and choose which type of box you want to receive and how often. It's easy to reschedule, skip, or cancel. Plus, for a limited time, you can get $30 off your first box. Plus, free croissants in every box when you go to wildgrain.com slash CWK to start your subscription. You heard me. Free croissants in every box and $30 off your first box when you go to wildgrain.com slash CWK. That's wildgrain.com slash CWK, or you can use promo code CWK at checkout. This episode is also sponsored by Haya Health, another new and amazing partner supporting what Coffee with Kaylee is doing, and I'm so excited to be working with them this season because of what they're doing in the children's supplement space. Typical children's vitamins are basically candy in disguise, filled with two teaspoons of sugar, unhealthy chemicals, and all kinds of other things that growing kids should never eat. That's why Haya was created, the pediatrician-approved, super-powered, chewable vitamin with zero sugar or additives. Formulated with the help of nutritional experts, Haya is pressed with a blend of 12 organic fruits and veggies, then supercharged with 15 essential vitamins and minerals to help support immunity, energy, brain function, mood, concentration, teeth, bones, and more. It's also non-GMO, vegan, dairy-free, allergy-free, gelatin-free, nut-free, and everything else you can imagine. Haya is designed for kids of all ages and sent straight to your door so parents have one less thing to worry about. Remy is obsessed with these vitamins. Your first bottle comes with stickers for your kiddo to play with, and he loved decorating his own personal bottle. He genuinely can't wait to take his vitamins, and I honestly have to tell him he cannot have more until tomorrow because he loves them so much. I'm thankful I found something to fill the gaps to provide the full-body nourishment he needs with a yummy taste he is obsessed with. We've worked out a special deal with Haya for their best-selling children's vitamin, Receive 50% off your first order. To claim this deal, you must go to HayaHealth.com slash Coffee with Kaylee. This deal is not available on their regular website. So go to H-I-Y-A-H-E-A-L-T-H dot com slash Coffee with Kaylee and get your kids the full body nourishment they need to grow into healthy adults. Anyway, back to the real deal, Dickerson information, Mm -hmm. you know. Uh, we haven't really discussed publicly. I've I've done a post about our miscarriage. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if you ever did. I don't know. 
And all of a sudden, no. it was like Us Weekly, Russell Dickerson's wife. I was like, wow, okay. So it, it was like the first time that I was like, oh, our life news is like news news. Mm-hmm. And that was bizarre, mm-hmm. like to be expected Weird. at some point. But yeah, I was like, oh, wow, okay. Um, but it was right in the middle of your tour. And yeah. we went to the doctor. I was around eight weeks. Mm-hmm. And... I went in because it, I'd had a chemical pregnancy before Remington, and which essentially is like the f- egg is fertilized, but it doesn't implant, but it mm-hmm. sends your HCG levels up, so you get a positive pregnancy test. Mm-hmm. And so we had a positive test before Remy, and then a week later you bleed. And um, so it, it's a very, very early miscarriage, but really just like a failed pregnancy. Yeah. Um, and that was incredibly difficult because you – have all the emotions of a positive test. You don't expect mm-hmm. anything's going to be any different. Um, but at least it's way shorter lived than like a miscarriage weeks and weeks in. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, because of that, my doctor is kind enough to do blood tests on me almost like weekly to just make sure everything's rising, everything's looking good. And so she was doing that early on and and I started to feel just less pregnant. Like I felt... Like my sense of smell was going down or mm, I crazy. just like, I was like, I don't know if something's right. And so we went in um, and my HCG levels were lower than they wanted. And so they were like, let's get you on an ultrasound. And um, we did. And in that ultrasound, they're like, well, you're eight weeks, but uh, what we're showing is more like six. Mm-hmm. Um, but like we saw the heartbeat. There was a little bitty heartbeat. Saw, yeah. You know. And that. That's what's. That's the hard part, yeah. you know, to because the first time you go in and you're excited and then you just see like a just an empty circle, mm-hmm. you know, which is like that sucks. Yeah, that sucked. Yeah. But like seeing a heartbeat on the screen and you're like and then that moment you're like, oh, good. like, you know, we saw the heartbeat and that's what you're looking for. We saw the little mm-hmm. saw the little baby, saw the little yeah. heartbeat. And then there's like, all right, cool. And then they were like, weeks, well, you the the me- baby's measuring smaller than based on the dates you're telling us this baby should be bigger the heart rate should be faster so in that moment i kind of knew something was either wrong with the baby mm-hmm. or um we were losing it and that night we had to leave we flew out that night or the next day to go to shows in the dakotas South uh, yeah. South Dakota. Uh-huh. Yeah, we met the bus mm-hmm. and then woke up and literally on the set of the Big Wheels music video. Yeah. That was like, <laughs> yeah. you were like, I'm just going to stay on the bus, whatever. And you're like, so still wrestling with it. Like, mm-hmm. it's not sure. I was like, babe, every, we saw the heartbeat. Everything's going to be yeah. fine. Like, yeah. you know, like what? And you were just like, no, I, I know something's wrong. Yeah. And I was crying pretty much nonstop and. I was so scared. And then you just had to wait. They were like, come back a week later mm-hmm. and let's, we're hoping for growth and it'll all catch up. So we're praying, believing for all of that and show up. And there was no heartbeat. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really hard, obviously. Um, and you were supposed to leave on the bus that night. And I, our sweet doctor. I mean, she came in and you could tell she'd been crying. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, I can't. It's scary to consider going on the bus for this to happen. 
Um, but it's even scarier for me to think of not being with him. Yeah. Like, and so she, she said, fortunately, she has lots of like artist wives as patients. And, um, she was like, fortunately you have your own bus and I, that's the only way I'd let you go. Mm-hmm. And so we did and got on the bus that night and went to somewhere. I can't remember where. Um, but we had a day off the next day in St. Louis and went to like a Cardinals game. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, well, I'm feeling okay enough. Like nothing had happened yet, you know? And I was like, well, I guess so we like went to a Cardinals game and now looking back, that's pretty delusional and mm-hmm. insane that we did that, but we did. And, um, you had shows after that and then we finally came home and then, you know, that's when I actually miscarried, but thank God I was home and, yeah. um, but then, you know, went back on the road. I think that next, you left actually pretty short after that. I think you were gone like a week and a half you did a, a california run pretty quick after really and you stayed home i stayed home and um <sighs> it's just you know like i'm sorry babe you know it comes with it yeah and yeah like you just do it you don't have another yeah choice yeah and i think it's easy for people to look at artists lives and no matter who they are and just be like, Oh my gosh, it must be so nice. And it was, you know, and there are really beautiful, incredible parts, but then there are parts like this that like you are losing a baby. And I remember I probably shouldn't have brought your attention to it, but we were, I remember those South Dakota shows. I was like, Hey, just a heads up. I don't want you to be blindsided on stage when you say two pink lines. Like, I don't want you to process it live real time. (laughs) That right, is in yeah. your song. Yeah. And, and but that would happen to me. Yeah. Yeah. I know. No exactly. <laughs> exactly. I was like, hey, just a heads up. This is in your song and I don't want you to lose it on yeah. stage. And um, it is a weird thing to like have to show up to your job and pretend everything is fine mm-hmm. and entertain quite literally mm-hmm. other people when your heart yeah. is shattered. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I remember, I mean, our agent came out to one of them and. Think he pretty sure he knew we told him before. Yeah, yeah. And he was just like, "Yeah, you know, I I could tell. No one else could tell. You know, like." But he was like, "But I've seen enough shows to know that, you know, that wasn't your maximum." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Yeah, I mean, I gave it all I could give, and if that was seven point five out of ten, then that's that's all I had." Yeah, you did it. Yeah, we made it. We yeah. made it through it. Mm-hmm. You know, and. I really, like, as heartbroken as we were, like, when, as cliche as it is, when it says, like, the Lord is near to the brokenhearted, like, mm-hmm. that, that was it. And, like, when you were gone, I didn't have the comfort of mm-hmm. my husband there. Yeah. I didn't have, and I, I'm just so thankful that I had someone else, you know? Mm-hmm. And I, I remember distinctly praying, being like, I need you to hug me in my sleep. Mm. Like, I need you to hold me. Yeah, I need you to spoon me, Father. <laughs> yes, yes. Seriously. Big spoon or little spoon? <laughs> Big spoon, obviously. He's very want. comforting. Um, yeah, I just so vividly remember like feeling peace mm-hmm. even when it felt like everything was swirling. Yeah. And 
I just want that for anyone listening. Like you're going to go through hard things in life mm -hmm. and you have someone who wants to hold you quite literally and be near to you when your heart is breaking. Like nowhere in the Bible is this American dream that everything is going to be awesome and great. Mm -hmm. It is not the Lego theme song. Everything is not awesome. <laughs> like when you become a Christian and do life, but it, the promise is not there won't be hard things. The promise is you won't be alone. Mm -hmm. And I felt that. And I think you felt that. Yeah. I think it'd be interesting for the girls listening to have just the male perspective on going through that. And I know, like you had said to me, you're like, I just feel helpless. Like, yeah. just. Absolutely. I mean, it's kind of like. In, I mean, there are there are parallels to newborns and this in that mm -hmm. way. It's like I can't I can't do anything except go get you whatever. I mean, whatever yeah. you need, you know. And it is. It's like if I could take that physical pain away, if I could take that, I would. You know, mm -hmm. like I would I would do it a hundred times over so that you wouldn't have to go through that. But um, yeah, it just, it, it's such a long process for us, I think, to deal with is because we just dove right back in and I'm probably still processing it. Mm. I just don't know. <laughs> and, but like, that's why, you know, you waited till January to even publicly mm. announce it. Cause I feel like we just sort of like, just get through the year. Just, you know, yeah. don't, don't, which we should not have done. Like we should have canceled we should have done those things like i would yeah. go back and do that mm -hmm. instantly but um yeah i just I, I think it took us to have that time off yeah. and just that's when i feel like we both like and it would just hit me at random times like i'd be i would be i don't know chopping something in the kitchen <laughs> to cooking and Something would make me think of something and, you know, and then it was just like, oh, wow. Yeah. And then I just like start crying in the kitchen and, you know, that's just another step in, in dealing with it and just feeling it, letting it. I'm a seven. I don't like to be sad, <laughs> but I've learned to, to let those emotions in and feel them and don't run from them, you know. Yeah, it's good. And you feel them, you almost like, you personally like work them out, literally. Like you go like chop in the kitchen or chop wood in the yard. Mm -hmm. Like sometimes for dudes, it looks different to deal with things emotionally, mm -hmm. emotionally than, than girls. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, I think it is for guys. It's like getting out there, doing something monotonous that you like, your brain can shut off and like. You're not just sitting there like, oh, I'm overthinking. I'm like, next thing you know, you like, you chopped a whole rick of wood and you've got out all your problems and your frustrations and your, um, yeah, I think that's like the shoulder to shoulder thing mm. with dids. Mm -hmm. It's where we bond on the golf course, playing video games. Yeah, and when you doing have, something, yes, and honestly, we I think we did process a lot. I shared when we were at the beach because after that year, we're like don't book a single thing in January. Like we need a break. Mm -hmm. Um, 
we need to shut off and shut down. And that's, I think, when we also dealt with a lot of things. And also when the Lord <laughs> decided to bless us with a lady who um, came and spoke life into our lives, like when we needed it most, mm-hmm. quite literally. Yeah. And from, I mean, she saw her name. We're going to refer to her as Beach Prophecy, Amy. Amy, we love you. Love um, you, Amy. She, <laughs> y'all, I, when I tell you this story, it's un, it's truly unbelievable. Yeah. Um, but we onto the happy stuff. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, you're seven. This. No, 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 <laughs> you're hey, relax. I'll feel the feels all day. I know, I know. I was like, we just, I know, we need to talk about it, and so we talked about it. Yeah, but that's a great segue. Yeah. So she uh, and her husband actually made a beeline for us, like on the beach. We're sitting there, and so I just naturally assumed she knew who Russell was, and. Because that happens. And actually, we get asked this a lot. Like, how do you guys feel about people coming up to you? Genuinely love it. We love Honored. meeting. Honored. So um, that's Glad what I, you listened to the jams. Glad you listened. Yeah. Like, that's what I assumed was happening. And they just started chit-chatting with us. And Remy was actually napping. And we had his monitor because we were staying on the beach. And so his monitor reached the beach so we could have some time alone. And they came straight up to us, started talking. We started talking about God and all these incredible stories. And um, then we exchanged numbers, actually, because we just felt really kindred. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, I love I love these people. And she was telling stories about praying for a woman in Africa, and she was blind, and now she can see, right? Like all these things that I was like, she's saying, this probably sounds unbelievable. And I'm sitting there being like, sister, I did years of missions work. This is totally believable yeah. to me, and I know this God that you talk of, and I'm obsessed with this God that you talk of. I'm here for all these stories, and it was just awesome. And so then the next day, um, she texts, and we met back up, and um, she's like, you won't believe this. And I was like, I probably will. <laughs> and she said, me and my friends, she and her friends are goals, everybody. They get together. They pray, and when they feel like God shows them something, they say it, and someone writes it down. Mm-hmm. And she said to us, she said, when I saw y'all on the beach, I heard God say, that couple go to them. And so when she made a beeline, she actually did not know who Russell was. She's like, I'm sorry, I listen like exclusively to Christian worship music. Yeah. And now, knowing this lady, I'm like, that <laughs> I totally to checks out. I listen to me in third day. <laughs> that totally so. checks out. Uh, Lauren Daigle, hello, obviously. Oh, yeah. That's um, so. Sorry, how 2000s of me. <laughs> So Lauren Daigle, Carrie Cody Jones, Brandon Lay. Yes. <laughs> Shout what out. What all the cool Christians <laughs> listen to these days. Maverick City, obviously. Shout out Belonging Company. Anyway, so she said, me and my friends would get together, and she said the name Russell stood out to me. And she went back in her notes and searched Russell. And sure enough, she showed me the note. It was like created September of like 2021. It said Russell, the couple, and the location yeah, we were. Like the beach where we were hanging. Yes. And it was so specific. There were other things in there too, but so specific. And I was like, what in the world? And she mm-hmm. said, I knew that's why God said go and talk to them. And yeah. so at this point she had looked us up and she was like, I would love to pray for you guys. And she prayed so many things. Like when we talk about that heavy season that we went through professionally, she, at the time, some of it made sense. And some of it were like, as, as you should, when anyone offers to pray for you, like 
that checks out, that doesn't. Right. Yes, no, yes, That's no. That's biblical. That I feel that in my spirit that checks or doesn't. Test all prophets. Yeah. And so there were things I was like, okay, that sort of makes sense, sort of doesn't. Well, fast forward on the professional side, everything she said really checked out. We just didn't know mm-hmm. at the time. Um, but when it came to us and the baby, she was like, I looked you guys up and I saw that you had a miscarriage and I would just love to pray for you. And I was like, bring it on. Like, let's, I would love to pray. And um, so she prayed over me. She's like, I just, and you know what? I'm going to say her prayer and I'm going to say it to all of y'all who are listening, going through similar things that you can also receive it. All, it was so simple. All she said was, I pray complete healing over this womb right now in Jesus name. Mm -hmm. I pray over this body that it is functioning. There is nothing wrong with it, that um, you are whole and fully capable of carrying a baby and carrying it to completion and there will be a healthy baby in this womb in Jesus name. Period. Period. And I got pregnant 10 days later Mm -hmm. with this little baby that's right here in our little. There he is. There he is. This little boy. Um, And she also said in this next pregnancy, you will not have to fear what you have walked through. And I, when I tell you that I clung to that um, in those early days, just because it's so unnerving, especially mm-hmm. after you've done it. Yeah. And I'm like, I never, ever want to do that ever again. And I'm not saying I never will, but in Jesus' name, I don't receive yeah. that I ever will again. But you just never know like what God has for you to walk through. And um if the reason I walked through it is to tell someone else who's walked through it, you're going to be okay and God is still good, I would do it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and it's a hard thing to say when things are not good that yeah. God is good, but he still is. And um, I don't know why it happens. I'm going to be honest. It's not fair. It's not right. It's yeah. incredibly painful in every possible way. Mm-hmm. But I'm believing like she believed for me that you won't have to go through it again and that you can be whole and healed. And that day, I think I was. Yeah. Which is crazy. And the same thing, this baby has been so easy and I'm so thankful. You've been crushing it, babe. <laughs> I've been really tired, though. Yeah, you haven't taken a lot of naps. <laughs> I've taken so many naps. When, like, Remy's nap time, the second time. Your body's time, running a marathon. The se- yes. The second time around is no joke because, or just any baby after the first, you don't get to just nap when you want to nap. Mm-hmm. Like, with Remy, not only did I not have another kid, it was 2020. We had nothing to do. Yeah. So we were just... Missed those days. We were just chilling. I do remember in those moments, I feel like God's always given me like nostalgia in the moment. Like when we lived in our really crappy apartment that you talk about. um, That bit goes over so good now. It does. I ironed out all the kinks. (laughs) I got it down. His little speech before he sings Home Sweet. Sweet. But we lived next to Miss Kathy. You always say she had eight cats. She had one cat. I know. Um... Anyway, we just lived in this little duplex with, you know, wood panels on the walls. And I remember being in that apartment so thankful Mm -hmm. and knowing I was like, I'm going to miss this. Like, what's that song? You're going to miss things. You're going to want this back. 
you're gonna wish these days hadn't gone by so fast. These are some good times. I've re- I'm obsessed with that. I've did. I sang that at Belmont. You did? I was, yeah, I sang Maybe it for one of my. Maybe that's when I fell in love with you. That. That was it. Trace Atkins. That Thanks, Trace. Trace. <laughs> we got Trace to thank. Taking another quick break from the episode because I need to tell you about one of my newest purchases for the baby that I cannot wait to try. My friends rave about the Dreamland Baby's most popular product, the Weighted Sleep Sack, and I am so excited about it. Enter my code Coffee with Kaylee at checkout to receive 20% off site-wide and free shipping. The Weighted Sleep Sack helps with deeper sleep for your baby that makes deeper sleep for you too. Praise God. Because when the baby sleeps, the whole family sleeps. It's also super easy to use with a two-way zipper for a no-fuss diaper change and quality materials that hold up really well wash after wash. The gentle weight of the sleep sack mimics the feeling of a parent's touch, which I think is one of the biggest benefits to using a weighted sack. Being a believer in weighted sleep blankets for us as adults, I know this is going to be a game changer for us. It came so highly recommended for my friends. It was one of the very first things that I bought when I knew we were expecting. So I was thrilled when they wanted to partner with this season of Coffee with Kaylee. I can't wait to keep you posted on how this helps get those extra hours of sleep we all need as new parents. Go to dreamlandbabyco.com and enter my code COFFEEWITHKAYLEE at checkout to receive 20% off site-wide, plus free shipping. This offer is for new and existing customers. Hi, friends. Before we wrap up our conversation with Russell, I wanted to share about a sponsor that has made my life so much easier, and it's environmentally friendly, too. Enter... EarthBreeze. It's hard to feel like you're making much of a difference in the planet, but EarthBreeze is my new favorite detergent because you avoid using those huge plastic jugs. With their liquidless laundry detergent, the sheet dissolves 100% in any wash cycle, hot or cold. Their packaging is lightweight and biodegradable, so I save space in my laundry room. It's dermatologist tested and non-toxic, so I don't have to worry about using it on my kids' laundry and keeping the whole family clean. And most importantly, I still get a powerful clean for all the mud and all the yuck that comes in my washing machine. (laughs) Earth Breeze is tough on stains, fights odors, and my clothes come out clean every single time. You know when someone offers you a 100% satisfaction guarantee, they mean business. And that's exactly what Earth Breeze does. If you're not convinced, they'll give you a full refund, no questions asked. It's the real deal. So right now, Coffee with Kaylee listeners can subscribe to Earth Breeze and save 40%. Go to earthbreeze.com slash coffee with Kaylee to get started. That's earthbreeze.com slash coffee with Kaylee for 40% off. Earthbreeze.com slash coffee with Kaylee. Okay, so before we started this episode, I did throw it out there on the Instagram of Russell coming in because you've been a recurring guest that I want to be sure we cover what people want to hear. Yeah. So Russ said, just do a couple quick hitters and these people know who they're dealing with. These are not quick hitter (laughs) questions. These are... uh, This isn't your favorite flavor ice cream questions. Spiritual warfare. (laughs) Yes. Praying over your children. Yes. All things Holy Spirit. Do it. Holy Spirit. Yeah, do it. Do it. Get baptized in the Holy Spirit. Baptized in water, baptized in the Holy Spirit. Ask him to just come into your life. Yep. That's it. Boom. Next. <laughs> um, honestly, I feel like I should pray over my child more than I do. But I, I pray. In- I say prayers with rim dog every night. I, well, I I know that. I know that. I do that also sometimes. But, sometimes. but I mean, I 
I sometimes feel, I'm just going to be honest. I sometimes feel guilt about not praying over my child, like constantly. But I, I really am someone who prays, pray something once. Like when the Lord was like, don't Babylon. Yeah. Babylon. Whoa, bro. Don't Babylon, Babylon. Um, that's like the David Gray song. (laughs) Um, yeah, I, I really believe it. Like once I've prayed that his life will look a certain way or like that he will walk in the ways mm-hmm. of the Lord and never depart from it and yeah. all that, I really believe mm-hmm. it's done. So yeah. like I don't continue to pray the same prayer. Over and over and over and over. Yeah. But I do intercede for him and I do for sure. when I feel, when I, I don't know. <laughs> I kind of yeah. feel guilty about that. I'm going to be honest. Um how how do you avoid all the drama of celebrity and country music? Um, because we do not engage. Do not engage. We do not. We love literally everyone. No. Every single person. We come into contact. I don't care who you vote for. I don't care anything about it. Mm-hmm. I Our job is to love people in our industry. So we're going to do it. And we're yeah. going to be friends with them. Yeah. And we just do not engage or have a tolerance for it. Like yeah. if someone is pretty dramatic, we just, they're not the person we hang out with all the time, mm-hmm. you know, but it doesn't mean we're not going to, like, this is our mission field. This is our yeah. calling. We're not going to get distracted by silly little things of the enemy. Yeah. <laughs> this is a good one that we definitely need to address. I've thought about this. Uh-oh. Um, if you have children in the car, we are about to engage in adult conversation. Uh-oh. Um Coming from a mom with in her thirties with two kids, are you guys still hitting the one a day sex goal? Hey, <laughs> um, no, absolutely, no, we are not. Well, no, yeah, no, we're, yeah. No, I've thought about this. How I was like, I need to readdress this as a mom because yeah. if I was a parent, I would be feeling this like. Intense... Did we say that on the first season? Well, I'd sa- we've said it multiple times that yeah. that was a goal of ours, and. The reason it was a goal of ours was because I knew this season would come. So I was like, yeah. if we don't set goals and make this a priority. I'm always we- down for every day. I know that. I know that. No, I mean. <laughs> I, um, yeah, I was like, I need to address this because there's probably a lot of people carrying this like intense pressure right. to like try and, and have that. Kaylee said have sex every day. Right. And I was like, I need, I do need to address this. So yeah. I'm glad you asked. Um, but I'm really glad we did. I was like, if we don't have any kids, there truly is no excuse to not. And we still never like had a perfect record of that. No. It was just a goal. Even still. Yeah. Yeah. Even without kids. So, but we knew it was a priority. It had to be without kids. So it would still be a priority with kids. Mm-hmm. And I'm so glad we did that because I think we do, we still try to have a great thriving sex life as parents. We do. But we also are tired. Yeah. And worn out. And that's okay too. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) I got one. I need to know what purple mattress you got. Please share that info again. Ooh. This is not an ad. I'm not being paid to say this. That mattress has changed our lives. Uh, yeah, we bought one for the bus, one for the house. It has changed as a pregnant person. I think it was in my cart for an extended period of mm-hmm. time. 
Because we would try them at the mall. You can go like try them at the mall or mattress firm. <laughs> Speaking of sex. <laughs> Perfect segue. <laughs> um, you can try them. And I was like, oh, this is awesome. And I was like, whenever I get pregnant, this would be mm-hmm. amazing. Because yeah. it just like conforms to your body. And I knew my hips would hurt with when I was pregnant with Remy and all that. And it was when it had been in my cart because it's not cheap, guys. You know, like mattresses aren't cheap and especially this one. And I finally, once we had the positive pregnancy test with this baby, I was like, I'm buying yep. it. I'm buying. This is my early push present. If it has to be, I'm buying <laughs> the bed. Yeah. And when I tell you it has changed my pregnancy, mm-hmm. it has. Yeah. I well, and like earlier this year, like as soon as we found out we were pregnant. Obviously, you stopped drinking right. at all. <laughs> right. And I was like, yeah, I'm in. I'm yeah. down. So I did too. And I was like, sleep is my number one priority. Yeah. Sleep and like, because I was getting up at 6 a.m., having quiet time, workout, cold plunge, hot tub, yeah. all before you everybody were was awake. Thriving. I was crushing it because we weren't super busy yeah. yet. Yeah. And. Sleep became my number one priority because everything else, like right now, I'm exhausted. Mm-hmm. My brain's not functioning right. I'm probably not even making sense right now. You are. You're doing great. But sleep, because I've been, you know, I follow, I podcast, I follow the, I follow the health gurus. Yes. I follow uh, all that stuff. And it's like everybody, everybody is like, no matter what, you can, you can work out every day. You can do this. You can do that. If you're not sleeping then you ain't thriving. Yeah. Basically. And so that's why I was like, absolutely. New mattress. We need a new mattress. Purple mattress. So what what give what was the question? Oh, what was, it, the, it said what was what, the model number? It was the hybrid three. It was the P U R P L It was the hybrid, hybrid three. number three. They came out with new ones. Um the hybrid three the hybrid four is like the softest, the squishiest, and I liked a little more support than that. But go to the place and try them all out. Um, oh, and they got the OG, like your old grandma bed where the front would lift up and the feet would lift we up. Did, we did upgrade to that. You can you can fold yourself into a taco <laughs> with this bed. Well, I thought That's it would be great. nice breastfeeding in the night or whatever. I was Same. like, you know what? <laughs> but I do not hear me when I say I do not recommend the split one. And I say this from experience that my parents had that bed. Mm-hmm. And when I was little and I slept in a bed that had the split, it was like a twin on each side. First of all, I fell through the crack. Mm-hmm. I've spent most, I, I slept in my bed way, my parents' bed way too long. I'm going to be totally honest. I was the youngest. No one kicked me out. Yeah. I kicked myself out. I was You're like, 16 it is, years old. <laughs> no, I was like, I'm it is time for me to go to my I'm own gonna bed. drive myself out of here. But I just think that I can't, it can't be good for cuddling. It just can't. No. Speaking of speaking of the previous sex question, yes, it's important to have the same. What a way to kill mattress. It. Yeah, yeah, the the, mat, the marriage bed Gotta needs be to be spoon. one bed, not two twins. Spoonable. Yes. Okay. Anyway, that's enough about our mattress. But we do. I cannot <laughs> recommend it enough. And maybe I'll send them this episode. And be like, please, will you pay me to say this? But please. they they aren't. I would love to hear Mia Fields and her journey to meeting her husband. <gasps> You're prophetic, Janelle, because she was on this podcast, and you are going to hear that story. Okay, this is a good one. Yeah. How do you manage the road and faith? Do you find it difficult to live out both? No. Yeah. I, agree I mean, it's you. hard to have like quiet time every morning when on the road and yeah. it's hard to like do that, but not like should I be a Christian or not? Yeah. You know? Yeah, <laughs> I think not... it's it's like every 
profession like it's actually more encouraging because you get to see on the road it's like you get to see behind all the facades of like oh man this person's living like the rock star dream bro (laughs) and then like you go hang out on their bus and they're just like just deep in the pits of depression and like (laughs) Their life's in shambles. I don't mean to laugh. I thought I thought you were gonna say deep in the pits of Netflix. I thought that's where you were headed, and then you said depression, and then I laughed. True, not funny. Depression is not funny. No, 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 not. I mean, not even. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like it. All that to say that was dramatic. That was exaggerated. But it's like it ain't all it cra- it's cracked up to be. Mm-hmm. So you're like, like you said, I'm so glad we have a foundation. It honestly is more encouraging mm-hmm. to see to be on the road and see see people who don't and let them see us you know Mm -hmm. like we're thriving out here yeah it's exhausting yeah we don't sleep good but our family's together my family is my priority you know what I mean like it's 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 fun to be that example out on the road and people are like oh man that's so cool that like you prioritize that and that this and that and like our bus driver who's been driving for God, Willie Nelson and he's been driving Longer for than years and he's like he's like you don't even know you don't even understand how big of a deal and how special it is that you keep your family together he's like don't change a thing no matter what anybody tells you I've seen it too much he's like don't change a thing and so having having the fam together is you know it's like nothing really changes we just pick up <laughs> go on the road pick back up yeah so but it is is, all that to answer the question of like it's just cool to be out there as a light and not to sound so krish cliche but like to like oh you know the family's out and you know there is a lot of things we all know what we're talking about going down on the road with single peeps (laughs) and sometimes married peeps and it's not good yeah it's not good but for us to have our family out and be happier than they could ever be doing that, you know, mm. is just like, yeah, tell, that's what we are doing. Tell the story. I've, I've said it before how that man prayed for us in England when we were dating and mm-hmm. how he said our marriage would heal marriages yeah. and people going through a divorce would stop it if they just Yo, saw us. And I just got another sweet I, message. I know. I want you to share it. <laughs> Like you can be, you can just be head, nose to the grindstone for so long. And then you like stop for a second and breathe. Like, dude, these prophecies are coming true. Mm. Of like our marriage will heal marriages. And we were in Detroit Lakes, Michigan. And um, amazing show, by the way. Yeah. That I know everybody show. posts on their Instagram like, oh, dude, it's the best weekend. Like, here's some <laughs> pictures. That show maybe best of the year mm. anyways get a message a couple of days after and there she was like hearing you talk about Kaylee like that and God gave me a girl and yours and all the all the songs about you <laughs> yes very sweet all the songs about you and they were just like after hearing that we just our marriage was like almost over and then after after your concert and hearing these stories and hearing these songs, it's like we immediately were like we're snapped out of it and like mended our relationship and now we're better than we're ever we've ever been. And it's just 
crazy. Like so sweet. That was and that prophecy was like two thousand eight. Yeah. Like four years before we got married or something. <laughs> yeah. And so it just just crazy. Yeah. It's really encouraging. Yeah. And you see that like everything it's all worth it. Like mm-hmm. if we were doing this, and I think that's what you get to see behind the curtain is you see people doing it for themselves mm-hmm. and you see how empty it is and you see what an illusion. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like we've gotten to a place that like we are unimpressed with fame. Yeah. Like we have enough friends who are, you know, so crazy famous and you see their life is like anyone else's mm-hmm. and they need Jesus just as bad as everyone else, you no. know? And, we all do, and you get to see what an illusion it all is and, mm-hmm. and how empty it all is. And it's like anyone believing whatever it is in your life that you're like, if I made it to this point or this level or if I won the lottery or if I, then I would be happy. You can mm-hmm. just see, you can see people have everything they've ever wanted and still not be happy because nothing of this world truly is ever going to be enough. Yeah. And it's almost a privilege that we get to see such high levels of success mm-hmm. to know it's not enough. Yeah. I mean, even us, like, we're more successful than we've ever been, right? Mm-hmm. And there, it's amazing. It's great. But, like, those sweet times of, like, being just poor and nothing to do. Yeah. You know, like— <laughs> It was so, like, yeah, we had that just, like, burning dream in our hearts. Mm-hmm. And that was, like, that was not stressful, but it was, like, you know, like, that was what kept us going and got us excited. But, like, dude, back in the day, it was so chill. <laughs> it was so chill. <laughs> no money, no probs. Yeah. Yeah. It was awesome. It's true. It's but true. all I had to say, no, it's it's great. What was the question? <laughs> Honestly, I'm impressed that it took all the way to the end for your ADD to pop up, and that was really good. I'm <laughs> I'm honestly in awe. Did you take your your? I took my Alpha Brain. Still not a sponsor. Not sponsor the podcast, <laughs> but I did take my Alpha Brain this morning. Tell them what it is. Tell them what it uh, is. I don't know. Joe Rogan said to take it, so I took it. <laughs> That's a really dangerous way to live your life. <laughs> What's the stuff that he talks about? Well, DMT. Whoever said, whoever said, yeah. said it, so I did it. Joe Rogan said to do DMT. I don't even know how you do that. I don't even know what that is. Is that a drug of some uh, yeah, sort? Probably. Yeah, I'm a sheltered know. mom over here. This is this is interesting. I we haven't dealt with this a whole lot because we're pretty much like ride or dies. Mm-hmm. Um, but it it's saying outgrowing or losing childhood friendships. I think there are seasons that are for certain people and. That's okay. Like there's mm-hmm. a time and a season for everything and everything under the sun and mm-hmm. Ecclesiastes, our boy King Solomon writing about um, seasons. And there are there are people for seasons and then there are people for life. Mm-hmm. And we are lucky and blessed enough to have a lot of people for life. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think it's because we really chose friends who are believers. Mm-hmm. And the seasonal friendships are the ones that are less like that. Yeah. I would say um, they're there for a, a certain time. And it's okay mm-hmm. to keep moving. And it's okay if things don't work out. And you don't have to hash it out. Mm-hmm. No one 
has to be a problem or a victim right. or you can just kind of grow apart and mm-hmm. that happens. The further down the road we get, the smaller your friend group. Like, cause in college, you're just like, oh, yeah, yeah. we're all hanging out with this and that, hang out, everybody. And they just get smaller and smaller after college. But like, we, we have the best friends in the world. We got Fire Squad. <laughs> that's what, that's what we've we got def- Fire Squad. Well, someone called us and now we all took that. And yeah. Um, but yeah, like, we all went to college together. We all like married our, each friend married a friend you know in the group it sounds incestuous but it's not <laughs> i was gonna say that sounds so bad but no yeah i i it's not think like we're cousins i think if you're looking to build and in the same breath if you're looking to build lasting lifelong friendships i would get plugged in in your church or find a church that's like moving and you feel god moving and, and doing a thing not just a place that you go and you're like well we went to church check it off the list like mm-hmm. find a place you you really feel god speaking to you and moving and surround yourself with people who also are seeking that. Yeah. And that's been the biggest gift in our lives is having, having people that we can go to in the hard stuff to, like I said, with my episode with Cammie, like in my seasons of really hard things, she had the strength to hold my arms up like Aaron and Mm -hmm. Moses, like finding people that are reciprocal in friendship because Mm -hmm. if it's not reciprocal that, and there's times that you're called to minister and like be the one who pours into other people, but that isn't necessarily a friendship Mm -hmm. that that's ministry and friendship is reciprocal and they give, they fill you back up too. Mm -hmm. And I will, I want that for people's marriages too. Like that's how I feel with us. Like Mm -hmm. I don't feel like I'm just constantly helping and pouring out for you. Like you're also always helping and taking care of me. Yeah. Uh, But I think to answer that question more specifically (laughs) is like, don't it's, I think it just kind of happens naturally. Like Mm -hmm. if you feel like you should fight for this friendship, then do it. Mm -hmm. But if you're like, yeah, we're just kind of drifting and you're not worried about it, then great. Yeah. Here's a good one to end on. Okay. How do you always manage to run out of gas? (laughs) By the way, <laughs> my truck is on E now. It is. You drove my truck while I was gone. <laughs> Guys, I don't know what and my it gas is lights on. that I don't look at the gasket. I, I honestly, I haven't, it's not like I've run out of gas like maybe five times in my whole life. Like it's not, like it happens all the time. I really ride on the edge too often. I can't talk though. No, you cannot. I can't talk that. I ran that Nissan Armada out of gas every <laughs> other month. I do. It is a shortcoming I have, and I love to share it publicly because, you know, everyone needs to know everyone's human, and this is a massive shortcoming of mine. Mm. And I don't I don't know. I don't know why I am the way I am. I, I did explain to my dad, and I said this on my Instagram about it, that when you are gone as often as we are, like, you just, you don't know up from down, honestly. We don't, you don't drive a lot. No, we don't. Like my car has, I've maybe put on like 10,000 miles in the last five years I've had yeah. that car. Like I, we we're never home and we never drive. So I yeah. really, if I leave and it's on E, I will not, because the next time I drive, it's like three weeks later. I'm curious what my odometer is. It's low. On my truck. Yeah. It's less than 10,000 miles. I bet it's less than two. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not that low. But yeah, we, it's, 
we don't have an excuse. There are parts of our lives we really crush. The area. Yeah. Of, person asking the question. <laughs> gas gauges running out of gas. It's terrible for the car. I know. I Someone was telling me there's like a service that can come and fill your car up. So I've, I have looked into this and I'll report back because I think this is something I need to know. I like getting off the gas station though. I see. I don't. Hopping out, getting a Celsius. No. It is yeah. not my it is not my favorite thing. I'm not a soda guy. I avoid it at all costs. Get a giant Coke. Same. If I ate like trash, that would, I would go so hard. <laughs> Speaking of, we need Hop to go out. have a lunch date. Right now? Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. We get a lunch date? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, do you hear my stomach growl? It just no. literally did. Right on cue. Well, anyway, thank you for joining us for Coffee for with Kaylee us. and Russell. Coffee with Kaylee. Coffee with the Dickersons. It is. Really. Thank you for being my recurring guest. I love having you on here. Hop in the comments if we should start our own podcast. Because I feel like that was fire. <laughs> what do you want to call it? Hop in the comments with what we should call it. Hop in the comms. Hop in the comms. Thanks uh, for well, being no. here. Smash that subscribe. Smash <laughs> that subscribe button. Share with your friends. Tweet out the link. Instagram it on your stories. Yes. We out. What a guy. He is truly the best, and I'm so glad he opened up to y'all and gave you the realest of the real. He brings that out of me also, which is so sweet when I get to have him on the podcast. I did want to add to this episode something that I completely forgot to share. Remember when I was piecing together the story of going on the road when we had our miscarriage, and I was like, I don't remember where we went. Well, that was some serious pregnancy brain because how could I forget? One of the sweetest parts of that story is when my friend Cammie had her miscarriage back in 2019, which you can hear us talk about in Coffee with Kaylee season one. We were on vacation in Mexico, and when we got the news, we flew straight to her in Dallas. When I had mine, it was already planned to get on the bus and go see her in Dallas the very next day. I was literally delivered to her doorstep. It was one of those things when you can see God had already gone before me at that time, and I needed that more than anything. So just a reminder that even in the impossible things that also break his heart, he is there with a broken heart too, wanting to take care of you. So I love you guys. Thank you for every message and every kind word you have said throughout this journey. It means the whole world to us. We're honored that we get to walk this life with y'all. So next week, our guest is Ms. Mia Fields. She is proof that God writes the most beautiful stories, and I cannot wait for her to share hers with you next week. You do not want to miss it. Make sure you're subscribed wherever you listen to this podcast so you don't miss a single drop of Coffee with Kaylee.